Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Bruno, and I'm joined by a man. He's got his fingers, his toes, his dick and balls crossed that his internet will last more than 30 minutes. Today's show, my co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to the boys and girls listenership, blockhead millions around the world, etc. Yes, very dodgy internet tonight, Greeno. Like a dodgy kebab, it's a dodgy internet. We don't know what we're biting into tonight. It's been kind of constant dropout since lunchtime today and just a process. I feel like I'm actually getting a workout because I'm kind of like getting up from the chair, walking over to the thing, resetting everything, coming back getting up, walking back at least every 20 minutes. So I feel like I've done something at least today. Quads, quads and glutes. Quads and glutes. Cardio. Like Don't it. forget the cardio, yeah. Green. And the cardio, of course, 100%. Done some Ks today. So um, here's what we're going to do. Like if the internet happens to shit the bed in the next little period or whatever, we probably won't restart the stream, but I'll just reboot it and then we'll just keep doing the podcast. So uh, if you're not in Vietnam, you've probably not heard of our podcast. Yeah, uh, so and Sweden. Don't forget Sweden. Big fans of us in Sweden. Sweden as well. That's right. Good on the Swedes, by the way. The Vikings, Greeno. Nice, nice Gary. Gary. Been watching that Vikings show. I'm about four or five episodes into season five now. Maybe a few more, actually. Maybe like six or seven episodes. I'm not sure. Is have you ever seen Vikings? Thing? Nah, I can't say I have. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it, I think it's like seven, 785 AD or something or 870, something around there. Yeah. yeah. You're not into that Does kind it- of stuff? No, mate, not in my wheelhouse. I really? want, uh, t- I want team melodrama. You just go to the eighties, uh, like you know. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, I love those teams. old yeah. shows with knights and kings and lords and manners and you know gruesome medieval. There's a lot of medieval battles and shit in this show, Greeno. So it juices it up, it sexes it up. Yeah. You know. See, here's the thing for me: uh, medieval uh, TV slash film peaked mm. with uh, the cartoon of Sword and Stone. So after that, it's it's hard to fucking like yeah. go past you know, Archimedes and, and Melbourne. What about like what about like the chipmunks version of King Arthur? <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that one. No. Like Once that. again, yeah. the sword and the stone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Damo, uh, yeah. before we start, uh, yeah. very uh, important pre-show. Let's get the pre-show out of the way first tonight. Pre-show out of the way. Uh, yeah, some right, some big news. Big, big news this big week, news. and obviously we need to cover off the bigger story first. Uh, it's only appropriate that we cover off the big stories and then we get to the, the pointless shit uh, we normally deal with it, okay. deal with on our show. Sure. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, the breaking news yesterday. No. Uh, and it, it shocked me. I was like, look, fuck, man, this is this is a game changer. This is something that personally I didn't see coming. Right. I thought, look, we've got to take this shit seriously. We've got we to get the, the world back on track oh, okay. here. Well, what uh, is it? For fuck's sake, tell me what it is, Greedo. I need to know. Uh, uh, Lindsay Lohan uh, announced in her new TikTok tweet thread <laughs> that uh, we've, we've been mispronouncing her surname really? this entire time. So, nice, Gary. <laughs> instead of Lohan, yeah. as pretty much everyone's been saying it, Lindsay pronounced her surname as Lohan, Lohan. in her in, in her thread. Now I sent you, I sent this to you twice yeah. because uh, I was I saw this headline yesterday and <laughs> I thought. I thought literally that headline would be much better if we stopped it after four words. Mm. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Nice, Gary. Do you want so to read the tweet for everyone? Yes. Greener, please? So, so the tweet is, Lindsay Lohan blows everyone's mind by revealing we've been saying her surname wrong all this time. Oh, now, we, we could have. 
we could have cut that down. We're all about being productive on this show. Yeah. If we just had Lindsay Lohan, Lohan blows everyone, or Lowen, apparently as it's meant to be pronounced. Lowen. Uh, okay. Yeah, Lindsay Lowen blows everyone. That's a much better headline. Okay. Now that's piquing my interest more than the fact that, you know, apparently we've been saying her name wrong. Now that also got me thinking, Damo. Mm-hmm. Have we been saying it wrong? Has all the fucking crack she smoked <laughs> messed with her brain enough that she doesn't even know how to say her own name anymore. Maybe it's possible. What is her name? Does she know what her name is? She doesn't know what her name is. I think she thinks she's someone else. Really? So she's like, – we've been calling her Lohan, yeah. uh, but she thinks she's this Lohan person. She thinks so she's like, Jim Carrey, like in that – Spot on. Right. Like, me, myself, and Irene, bit of secret yeah. identities. Yeah. Uh, split personalities. Split personalities, perhaps. that's right. But yeah. in a celebrity way, in a fun way. Cool. Because Lindsay 100%. was a lot of fun back in her day. Remember, she used to get drunk and drive around a lot. She used to do big bags of coke and shit. Like she yeah. was, she was a good time back in the day. Uh, I had a girl bl- blowies out in public. What's she uh, doing now? Is she like some churchy or something? Or, no, you know? now she just does TikTok. Just TikTok. That's What's on TikTok? What's the- happening on TikTok? Why is Nothing. Lindsay Lowen? And you know what? To be fair, I'm not going to accept. I'm going to give myself a nice Gary Grant. Nice Gary. Because <laughs> I'm not going to accept any guilt or blame or responsibility for Lindsay Lowen's feelings on this one because I've yeah. always called her Lindsay Lowen. Yeah. So I think the Australian, you know, community, we're, we're out of this. This has nothing to do with us because just for the nature of our accent, we've always called her Lindsay Lowen. Lindsay Lowen. Yeah. yeah. We haven't called her Lohan. We've no called one's Lohan. called her Lohan. Like, what? Well, it's ridiculous. Why would you call her Lohan? It's Lowen. Because... Well, because her name's pronounced, uh, it's spelled L-O-H-A-N. That's technically Lohan. Hmm. But in, in Aussie Aussie slang, that's Lohan. It looks like it, if her name is pronounced Lohan and it's like you've walked in halfway through, uh, you know, an amateur actor's reading of Star Wars. Hello, Han. <laughs> Hello, Han. Hello, Han. Yeah. Blows everyone's minds. Makes sense to me. No, Ron. No, Ron. No, Ron. It's good to see uh, Lindsay back in the news, though, isn't it? Fucking oh, it is. <laughs> she's on her way back, when, isn't she? When, no, she's not. She's on TikTok. When when you have to resort to TikTok to get yourself a headline, yeah. you know you're struggling. Well, that's the when thing. You, like this, when the celebrities go down to like TikTok level or YouTube level, but then there's YouTubers and TikTokers who are more famous than they are. That's what fucking are. kills them. That's Correct. the stake going into the vampire's heart, you know? Mm. It's like, oh, shit, now I'm down here with these. Like, they would be saying, who the fuck is this person? Why does this person have more views than me? Don't they yeah. know who I am? I don't know who I am. <laughs> am I Lindsay Lowen or Lindsay Lowen? Nice, Gary! Bit of Dr. Green Seuss for you. Yeah. Fucking oath, well done. <laughs> That's a good play. Words, I like it. Yeah. Ah, you had a story time to kick us off, sir? Uh, yeah, I no, like stories sorry. about pinatas. So, like I was explaining with the internet, and, you know, touch wood, hopefully it works for the rest of the story. Otherwise, that would be the, the greatest kind of ironic death, wouldn't it, if the internet mm. kind of crapped out halfway through the story about the internet. The internet crapping out. It would be a yeah. beautiful way to end the show, really. Forever. We could never come back from that. Well, just been... That'd be spelled. It'd yeah. be our best show ever. It'd be like eight minutes. Yeah. Done. It'd be our most downloaded. They love that in Vietnam because they're punctual. That's right. They just like it. They're like, hey, what's with this hour and a half, two hour shows? No, no, no. Six minutes of the block. <laughs> They're efficient. We'll give ourselves yeah. a real kind of Blair Witch Project ending, Greeno. Just so all of a sudden the, the sound cuts out and the camera drops and then that's it. It's over. Yeah. That's the way we should go out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So these issues with the internet, like I said, it got to about 4.35. The internet cut out again. 
And I pulled the plug. I'm like, you know what? I'm out of here for the week. That's it. I'm done because I've been fucking around with the internet all day. Uh, it's back on. Done a shitload of hours this week as well, Greeno. So it was like Friday afternoon. I'm like, I'm pretty well covered here. I've pretty well Not done yet. everything I can. And Got I've the been, hours in the bank. That's it. Oh, I've been fucking shitting out the hours the last few days, you know. Yeah. So I had no guilt whatsoever. And it was I was struggling with this internet all afternoon for whatever reason. 4.35 rolls around. I'm like, you know what? That's it. The internet's gone out again. I unplug. And yeah. just walked outside, had a cigarette and a nice beer, and we're good to go. But it got me thinking while I was having a cigarette and a beer, Greeno, what is your strategy? What is what is the environment? I want you to walk me through because you're a very experienced office person and I'm not. Yeah. So I'm it got me thinking like this dynamic in the office, what must it be like? Like, and I'm talking about in the office and mm-hmm. even working from home as well. How do you go about preparing for your Friday afternoon exit strategy, Green? No, scary. I imagine there's prep work going in at like morning tea, even. Can you tell, walk us through that scenario? Walk us through that. See, day. here's my strategy, right? So, <laughs> with Fridays in general, I try, I try and phone Fridays in as much as humanly possible. Right. And as a, I'm, I'm a team leader, right? So. Basically, so you I can, can delegate up. the fuck out of Friday. <laughs> no, no, I, I try not to fuck up Friday for anyone else either. I want everyone right. to have a good Friday. Right? I want sure. everyone to go out the weekend on, on a good note. So yep. I, I definitely don't delegate on a Friday. But what I try and do is I, I come up with bullshit morale boosters that I do as activities on a Friday, right? So okay. on Friday mornings, instead of doing... By the way, everyone, work, today's going to be uh, Hawaiian shirt day at the office. Huh? So if you want to get on yeah. Zoom with your Hawaiian shirts, you know, we like to have a bit of fun around here. Yeah, I see that's annoying. Quirky. People don't like that. We don't like that. We oh, like yeah. we like time wasters where we can say we're doing work but we're not really doing work. Oh, so uh, we had we had a, a lady join our team about about six nine months ago now where she was like, look, because we're we're stuffy accountants, right? So we're not very fun. And she's like, but she was a, an extrovert. She was kind of like, look, we we need to do some fun things. So she we started doing trivia trivia Fridays instead right. of doing a bullshit morning meeting. Okay. So normally you come in, you run through what you got to do for the day. Now nah, fuck that. We scrapped it and we do some bullshit trivia. That kind of livens the day, right? So already the day is off to a nice start. Right. So we got that good. Now you're talking exit strategy. So what I ended up doing in the back end of the day yes. is for some reason. Uh, when do you start preparing days, for the back end? Like, you know, what are you started, thinking about uh, it at lunch, are you? Are you thinking about um, it at two in the yeah, afternoon? Are you? Well, here's the thing. Back in the, back in the when you could physically go to the office days, the whole afternoon was right off because you do Friday pub lunch. Really? So oh, you have, you get all your work done before midday. Yep. You hit the pub with the boys. Mm. You'd come back and you'd file for the rest of the afternoon, so you don't have to do any real work. Okay. Yeah, that was back in the days when we still had physical files. Now it's all online. Oh, really? So, so you're going back to like the clunky big boxes, like the cring and like pulling a drawer out and putting files, pieces of paper on. in the file. That's fucking the old school. No, no, mate, that was only four years ago. For my four work. years ago. Yeah. Yep. So when you called someone up, did you have to go over to the big Bakelite phone and ring, ring, and then type out your report on the typewriter, Green Did you have to? Not not quite that old no, school, but no. uh, we still had physical faults. Secretary so, walks past, and you just fucking give her a big slap on the ass. Slap on the ass, that's right. Yeah, good old <laughs> the good old days, Greeno. Exactly. So uh, basically, what we did in the afternoon. So now we're, we're work from home. You can't just get on the cans at midday. No. So uh, the, the team were like, "Well, we need morale boosters for working from home." You know, pandemic. Yeah. And I started just posting like fun, like 
80, basically the YouTube fun song things you do. You know what's you a great drunk. morale booster though, Green? You know, a six pack will boost your morale. morale booster. Yep. But when you get drunk and in the middle of the night and you stay up and watching bullshit YouTube music clips mm. all night from old school, yep. I started to post a few of those in the team chat. And everyone's like, we love this. So then they delegated me the DJ duties. Okay. So instead of working from three to four. <sighs> it's a big call, end- delegating DJ duties to anyone. I can never endorse anyone fully. Like, well, they, they endorse me. And you know my taste. I've got it covered. Yeah. I, put it, I, put it, I put a good jam together. Uh, so, <laughs> so from three to four, Master instead of doing of the work tape. now. Exactly. Instead of doing work now, I sit there and troll YouTube and post random video clips every five minutes to keep the chance to So that's how I pad out my week. Now, I've also made sure that my one-on-one with my boss hmm. is a Friday Arvo. Right. Because that's more Because <laughs> you of a both want to wrap it up kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of like it's a bit of a chit chat. I get on very well with my boss. He's a good dude. And it's kind of like we talk about work for about 15 to the 30 and then we chit chat about golf and sport and F1 and all that kind of shit. And that sees out my day. So there's a few different strategies you can do to pat out the arse into your Friday, whether it be morale boosters like just posting YouTube clips instead of working (laughs) or uh, make sure you call meetings that are kind of fun meetings, not serious meetings, that are more just chit chats with your boys. A yep. uh, few different options there, or you can just get on the cans and not come back to work. Right. <laughs> Is that the end of the story time? That's it. I like stories about pinatas. No, you know what happened? I thought the internet dropped out because you just fucking stopped talking, and I was like, oh, shit. Well, this was the – you said I always talk too much, so I was trying to, like, just let, let the joke breathe. Oh, you're very nice. Nice, nice Gary. I, mean, I was trying to take your feedback from well, previous shows and go, look, you got to let Drake breathe, man. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I'll let it breathe. And then you worry the internet came yeah. out. So, what, what Speaking of letting it breathe, so here's my theory on the Friday afternoon thing. So what I would say is I reckon it depends entirely on the environment at the on that particular day. So you, if you have like a pre-plan to kind of sneak out early, but just say like a, a new kit's in the office at three in the afternoon or something like that, that's so you know what? It's all hands to the pump. Everyone's got to get down. You've got to get the old files out, Greeno. You've got to start mm-hmm. putting pieces of paper in the file. Then, you know, I want to know, like, the strategy from that situation. Like, what kind of a person do you have to be to be the first one to leave at, say, like, I'm going to call it like a, a quarter past four, Greeno, in the afternoon. Let's say chaos hits at three and just kind of stroll yeah. out casually and be like, all right, guys, have a good weekend. Uh, I'm getting out now, but got to beat the traffic. You know how it is. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Just leave them all kind of filing the big fucking piece of paper in the files. Well, that that, that is me. So you I, coolly I, stroll I, past. Like I, I don't work one minute past four. Four o'clock's my knockoff time. I fucking life's too short to spend more than one minute at work. Then you have to. Uh, I knock off at four on the dot. I don't do it. Nice game. Nice It's fucking tools down as soon as you knock off time. You want you want me to work four o one? Excellent. Pay me for the for the extra minute. Then I'll do it. <laughs> Simple as that. It's, 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 I got. I I have fully like. I'm gonna get serious for a moment. I fully oppose anyone doing any overtime. I've been. Said that to my teams for like ten years now. Yeah, Any right. team I've managed, I'm like, I don't want anyone working an extra minute. And I'm like, why? We got to get the work done. I'm like, no. Well, here's the thing. That's your time. If you, if you work, if you work and get all the work done by giving them two extra free hours, yep. firstly, you're not getting paid for it. Secondly, they think that you've got you got the right amount of work because you're doing extra hours. But if the work goes overdue inside your work hours, they're like, shit, we need more staff. Mm. 
Right. So by doing it, you're actually robbing yourself of expanding the team and doing the right thing. And you're fucking up the numbers. They don't know now how much. Is results, right? They go, yeah. oh, they can get it done. Sweet. We can get rid of a few jobs. Yeah. But fuck that. These people are working extra hours. So I always encourage people, only ever work the hours you paid to work. Yeah. If they want to pay you overtime, so be it. But make sure it's known it's overtime because it hits their bottom line. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the job doesn't get done. And then they go, well, why didn't the job get done? Well, we need more people. They're going to hire more people instead of like going, well, we'll just do free labor. Yeah. Uh, it makes no sense. So I am the dude who bails at four o'clock no matter what. Nice, game. nice game. Now, With yeah. that being said, though, you've got to bank up enough brownie points. Right. Like I can't, I can't rock up like week week one of a new job and be like, I'm out at four. Sorry, <laughs> got to go. You gotta, you gotta build up that leeway. I've been in my job for like thirteen, four. You've worked years your now. way up the chain. You, you, everyone knows you. You know they know who you are. You call the shots in your fucking team there, and it's like, all right, guys, we're out the door. Four p.m. Let's go. That's my general rule was as soon as I passed my probation, they couldn't sack me without reason. That's when I could start fucking off at four. That's when you started like throwing coffee mugs in the in the lunchroom and stuff, smashing them into the wall, intimidating yeah. other co-workers because like they can't get rid of me, can't yeah. sack me. And it's like, you know what? Four o'clock, I'm out of here. So long, suckers. Well, you can't get fired for leaving work on time. So <laughs> that, that one's fine. The glass mugs, however, different story. You're probably going to get in trouble. If you just throw a couple um, around, the, around the coffee room when you're pissed off, it's a good release valve, isn't it? Like just to go in, smash a couple of plates, do a I bit of Lindsay Lohan it. style in there. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it personally. No. But I try and avoid doing that where you can. Okay. Um, maybe maybe your office doesn't have cleaners in it. Oh, no, I haven't been in the office in two years. <laughs> Nice. It's even better because then you can throw the coffee mugs around in your own kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just ruining the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, Damo, uh, we haven't got to mute a word of the week. Uh, did you mute anything this week? I don't think I muted anything this week. Had to mute two words this week, Damo. Oh, okay. What'd you got? Uh, Russia and Ukraine. Got to mute them. <laughs> both uh, of them. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> I like that you muted both of them. That's that's the most <laughs> equitable way of doing things. No, nah, it's going to be equitable because ah, it's fucking up my timeline. Like we yeah. said on the show, we talked about it a thousand times already with the muted words of the week. the shit. Yep. I just need to, all I want to see in my timeline <laughs> is sport, 80s and 90s movies and tits. Tits. That's all I need. That's and then all, also yesterday, I was scrolling through. I saw 80s and 90s movies. I saw some sport. I saw some tit. And then I'm like, Ukraine, 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 Russia, Ukraine, Ukraine. And I don't care if there's a war going on. It's fucking up my timeline. So I've got to mute them. <laughs> if the war gets serious enough, you'll know about it, you know, basically. Is what someone will message me. Someone will send me a text. Someone will send a Gary Bridges. Someone will send we'll you an email. Out. You know, you'll, yeah. you'll know. When the shells oh. start falling in, you know, in the mm. suburbs, Greener, that's when you'll figure when, it out. When Petty gets above like 450 a litre, my theory is shit's going down. If, if uh, Petty got above 450 a litre, the fucking country would grind to a fucking halt because, <laughs> because our country, un, unbeknownst to these fucking you know, beret-wearing retards in cafes in Western Europe, Gruno, you know, the types. Unbeknownst to them who preach, like, the, the value of, like, uh, solar panels and shit in Australia. What are you guys burning so much fossil fuel for because you've got so much sunshine down there? It's like, yeah, it's fucking great, genius. So you've got to put the solar panels in the middle of the desert. By the time you get that charge to the city, you wouldn't even be able to power a fucking bedside lamp, right? But the other thing they don't understand is in this country, right, Everything's got to be driven from one place mm-hmm. to another, and everywhere yeah. is really far away from everywhere else. Nothing, nothing's local. No, nah. it's the landmass of the United States. But imagine the United States, right? And everybody living within a few miles of the coast, all the way around. That's what Australia yeah. is. 
to be so, happy lap. Yeah, so if you want to get something from one side to the other side, it fucking takes a long time. It takes a little while. That's yeah. right. You got to burn. Guess what? You got to burn a lot of fucking juice, Greeno. Nice, Gary. Burns a lot of fuel. We don't even make our own fuel anymore. Did you know that? It was like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About 10 years ago, we shut down the last couple of refineries. So now we're 100% solely dependent on the fuel that they bring in from overseas. Yeah. So just let's just say for, let's just say something crazy happens like Greeno, for example, some kind of war in Eastern Europe. Okay. Never happened, mate. I know it would never happen. This is purely hypothetical. But let's just say it did kick off. And then let's say. I checked my timeline, mate. Nothing's going on. Right. And you know, you know what never happens in these kinds of situations, Greeno? These things never snowball, do they? Like it's always, never. it'll always just stay in that one little local area, and it'll never yeah. spread. Like, like neighbouring countries aren't going to be dragged to getting involved to defend themselves or anything. Like that never happens. And then people like alliances get called up, and it's like, well, you got to defend me because we have this pack. That shit never happens. And then the world tumbles into war. That's never happened before, has it, Greeno? It's crazy talk, mate. Crazy, crazy talk. talk. Crazy talk. You've been reading too many fairy tales, sir. Fairy tales. I mean, that kind of thing would never fucking happen, obviously. Snow White and Seven Dictators, mate. Fucking, yeah. you got to get out of the fairy tales. you got to do <laughs> Nice, Gary. Crazy stuff, Bruno. Crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, we talked about the big stories already. Uh, mm. We've got to touch on one more before we go to a break, mate. Uh, no, we, I don't we, think we, we can take a break. I think we're just got to keep going because if we take a break... Oh, there's no breaks. Yeah, the internet will probably fuck out. So let's just keep... Uh, Let's keep going as long as we as long as we possibly humanly can, Gruner. <laughs> and then cool. we'll just Sounds call good. it. All right. Nice, like Gary. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Uh, we talked about uh, the real superpowers in mm. Australia. Forget forget your Putins. Mm. Forget your forget your Scomos. Forget your whoever else is a superpower. Yeah. Uh, Albo, Gruner. <laughs> Albo. <laughs> the mighty Albo. Mighty Albo. Uh, I'm talking about world world powers, mate. Not just yeah. Australia. Local. He's a local hero, though, isn't he? Yeah, local Albo. hero, exactly. Yeah. Albo. But uh, we can get to, we can get that was his we that was his footy name, Gruno. Alba, Boogie, Blokey, Larry, Larry, Footy, piss in the carby, mate. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're gonna go global. We're gonna talk about superpowers, day, mate. We're Super talking Beckyard, Beckyard, and uh, Nadia Bartel. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> okay. That's what we're talking about, That's mate. We're, talking about. we're doing the big stories here on the block. Of Fucking course, big news. You know, we got Lowen and, and we got Beck Jarden. Lowen, I think you'll find it's pronounced Greeno. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, apparently, uh, th- I saw this uh, throughout the week. Melbourne's most famous faces. Firstly, if you saw these two fucking strumpets out on the street, would you even recognise them? Strumpets. Who they guys got the crackheads walking down the street? Crackheads. <laughs> That's what I'd say. Uh, fucking hell. See, this is the thing, like. People, people always think Greeno's like the more responsible one, but he's not. He's never been. He's always the one that says something, and I'm looking at him like when we were doing the radio show. I'm like, "What the fuck are you saying? Don't say that. You can't say that." And he just sandbag me and just drop it there and just laugh, and it'll be like, "All right, well, that was good." Strumpets, strumpets. What was it? Strumpets and crackheads and fucking, <laughs> fucking hell, mate. <laughs> so oh. these apparently Melbourne's most famous. This is the headline. Yeah. Melbourne's most famous places <laughs> were out in force on the weekend celebrating yeah. celebrity, uh, celebrity fashion stylist Lana Wilkinson's 40th birthday. I don't even know who <laughs> Lana Wilkinson is. Who is she? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Beck Judd sizzles in sexy mini dress. <laughs> What's now, a mini dress? Are they just dresses? Is a, a, a mini dress should be something you put on a Barbie doll, like a little it's child's it's toy. Good. I'm assuming. Uh, but they find a way. Uh, they they finish just squeezing the uh, 
Miss uh, Nosebeard, Sniffy Sniffy, Nadia Bartel's best. Nosebeard. Nice, Gary. And Nadia Bartel, both rocking racy outfits. Racy outfits. That's fucking fantastic. This was on, once again, news.com's story of the week. Fucking good story. I like stories (laughs) about pinatas. I tell you what, Karina, I might pull something up for you. So I've got a couple of videos kind of lined up for my show tomorrow, but I think you might get some more enjoyment out of one of them. As opposed I'm to actually myself. Don't spoil, any, don't spoil your, all your content. No, no, no. no, no, no I have no content. <laughs> Just, no, no. It's nothing serious. So I'll tell you what. How about this, Greeno? Because I think this is like, I think you'll appreciate this. Let's have a look at this. It's a current affair, which I know you're a big fan of. Okay. Oh, we love our current affair on the show. Because we were talking about big news events. And I just mm-hmm. thought this, you know what? I know Greeno is very serious about the news. Got to take it seriously, mate. It's a fucking very serious world out there. A lot of things going on. A lot of bad things. We got Lowen. We got Lowen. We got. uh, How do you know you mute everything that comes up (laughs) on your Twitter feed? Nah, but I keep the serious stuff. Lindsay Lowen. Lindsay Lowen. uh, (laughs) Beck Jarrett and Nadia Bartel. Russia, Ukraine. What are you talking about? Never heard of it. Never muted that back. I, I muted that before the fucking troops even set foot in Kiev. <laughs> <laughs> like before they even got to the border, you'd already muted it just so, for the build up. Side note: Was I the only one craving a chicken Kiev this morning? <laughs> <laughs> just me. Nice, Gary. I like it. it had to be in the morning as well, like for breakfast, <laughs> because up, it happened like- overnight. So. Got a cracker, yeah. It's got a cracker. Hankering for a bit of chicken Kiev right chicken now. Chicken Kiev. That's the shit with the garlicky kind of sauce in the middle, isn't it? The butter in the middle, yeah. The butter, the herbs. It's uh, the shit they the always butter. give you on a flight, whether you ask for it or not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and for some reason, the butter's frozen in the middle whenever you cut into it. It's never good. <laughs> Airline food's not as bad as it must have used to be. I think. Like, so no, I've never, I've only ever done like one, uh, a couple of long haul flights. So right. every like most of my flights are to and from Melbourne. So I've never really the meal is he's a snack, like he's mm. a he's a, a cookie or he's a bit of cake or whatever that I don't eat anyway. Yeah. Um, meal meal, I I can't remember what I ate on flights to the US, but can't remember being good. I can't remember. US being bad, is a decent so. fucking flight though. That's, That's what I mean. Flight. Like I had meals then, but I'm, I'm saying I can't remember what they were. But they kind of if. If they're not that bad, if they were that bad, I would have remembered it. That's my point. Mm. How how long's the flight to the US, Green? I think it was like eighteen hours. It's pretty long. Eighteen. Yeah. Oh, it depends. It depends on which way you go, but yeah, I think I think it was yeah, I think it was about eighteen hours off my, off the top of my head. I know it was it was a long a long trip enough that everyone else slept and I didn't, and I got to the end, I felt like a zombie. I think it was, yeah, I think it was about eight, oh, and I probably could look that up. But I felt like a long time. I think I got through about a dozen movies off memory. I I haven't been to the states, but I did fly to Scotland, and that felt like I was on a flight for two days. I don't, I can't think of how long the the flight time was. But you you know you, go. you go here, was, and then you stopped in the Middle East, and then you go again. So it's like I don't know. Uh, it's, oh, that's nineteen hours behind. Like how long was the flight time? Time. Uh, Time flight. Here we go. Uh, Fourteen hours. Fourteen hours. Yeah, that's. I don't even know if I could do that anymore. That, these that days. was fourteen. I don't know if that I was sitting in a chair that long. That was fourteen hours in the air, right? That's fourteen uh, hours. That doesn't include, you know, the hour waiting, you're waiting around. To get on. Yeah. That's why I, I was like, I swear it felt longer than fourteen hours. That's that's that the like, real punish, isn't it, with air travel? It's not. 
it's not the actual flight. It's not the, you know, the sitting there getting served drinks and food. Who doesn't like that getting served drinks and food? I just wish it's you could fire up a cigarette like you could back in the, again, the good old days, Green. I slapped the waitress on the ass. Oh, sorry, the air hostess or the stewardess or whatever you call them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they were like the good old days. But, um, you know, the food's a lot better now. The, the, the punish is the fucking queuing and the, you've got to wait in this line and you shuffle through that little thing like you're at the bank. And then, you know, if, if for whatever reason there's a hold up and then you've got to sit here and you can only go there and that's the shit that fucking punishes you. Some flights, have you ever gone like for a short flight to say Brisbane or Melbourne and the time you spend in the airport is like far exceeds the time of the actual flight itself? Like- I, I once did a trip to Melbourne yeah. and I shit you not that I arrived at the airport at 4 a.m. Oh, and I arrived, I arrived at Melbourne at 4 p.m. <laughs> nice, Gary. So, 12 hours. 12 you hours. You could have driven in, there in 12 hours. 100%. So what happened is I arrived, uh, quick story time. Oh, uh, I like stories about pinatas. So, so I arrived, yeah, arrived at the airport at 4 a.m. I was meant to be on a 5 a.m. flight, so you got to get there an hour beforehand. So I got there for the 5 a.m. flight. Got there, got told, no, no, your flight's been cancelled, sir. And I'm like, okay, cool. What? What's the plan? Well, what's I the got, plan? Wait, I'm like, <laughs> are we, am I just on the next Melbourne flight? Like, no, no, the next Melbourne flight's full. So what well, hang on. They, how can they be full but you're kicking me off my plane? Shouldn't yeah, I right. be the first one to get the next plane? Yeah, if we, cancel that one. Yeah, move on. We how do they get beneficial? On. How do they get the beneficial treatment when they're coming in after you? That Spot doesn't on. make sense. No sense. So then they're like, no, nah, so what we've done, sir, is you're, you're on standby and then we're going to work our next flight for you. I'm like, okay, excellent. So then uh, an hour and a half, two hours, three hours passes. Oh. And and then I, I'm i like, hey, what the hell is going on flight? Like, no, nah, we've got you on the flight. So I'm like, excellent. When do I fly to Melbourne? Like, well, you're not technically flying to Melbourne yet. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> technically, you got to, fucking you, technically. Don't fucking technically me, mate. Like, <laughs> we, we, we put you on a flight to Adelaide what? to then get a connecting flight to Melbourne. And wow. I'm like, well, but I'm in Sydney. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's the only way we can get you to Melbourne today. So I then had to wait for a 10 o'clock flight to Melbourne. So I had to wait six hours in. But, uh, sorry, a uh, 10-hour flight to Adelaide. So then flew from uh, Sydney to Adelaide. Then had to wait three hours in the Adelaide airport Jesus to then get the connecting flight from Adelaide to Melbourne. I arrived in the office Went to my went to my desk because I was doing training the next day. Now, now, my- now, hang on a minute. I need to interrupt the like story. stories about pinatas. <laughs> I need to interrupt the story. Going back to the earlier story, Greeno. Now about the knockoff time. So now, if you're walking into that office at three fifty eight p.m., I want to know: Did you stick true to your? I do not work past one minute past four p.m., sir. Can you nice, Gary. What was the, the rule next on that word, day? The next words out of my mouth. Yes. Yeah, I walked in yes. at three forty five. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I, I, I saw my team. I said, "Hey, man!" And like, because I'd been messing during the day because I was meant to be there at nine AM for a training. Yeah. So I had to cancel a whole bunch of trainings and get someone else to fill in for me. I walked in. <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, Ed, how you doing? Uh, finally arrived. Excellent." And they're like, "Oh, cool." I, happened, I told them the story. Yeah. And then before I knew it, it was like five to four. I'm like, "Mate, let's get I'm the fuck out of here." <laughs> I have to go to my hotel and check in. He's like, oh, not nice, Freaking in, mate. I said, I started work at 4 a.m. It's not my fault that my whole work ended up being on a flight. That's uh, it. We're out of here. So See you later. Went in, 
Went in, checked my hotel, and I they should be they should there. appreciate the fact that you went. I wouldn't have even gone straight to the office first. I would have thought, "Fuck that! I'm just going straight to the hotel. I'll see you in the morning." Fucking no, not happening, you know. But you actually went to the office with your luggage and shit. Ah, uh, well, because the the town car they'd organised for me was to the office. Oh, so I'd you couldn't even the- couldn't even go straight to the uh, fucking hotel. Nah, well, the hotel wasn't too far at walk, so it was all good. So wait, so wait, there. so this driver was he waiting there all day for you to go show up at the airport to take? No, him? so I, had to get, <laughs> I then had to get in contact with him and go, mate, I'm now on this flight to Adelaide, oh. and then on a flight from Adelaide to Melbourne. Uh, don't wait twelve hours for me. <laughs> it's best, you're best putting in leg a- work, making calls. You're doing the airlines job at that point. They should be the ones making the calls for you, Greeno. Not good enough. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. And old cartoons We hope to see you over there very soon It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Eating cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Tweets. Are the tweets working? Uh, just to double check. The internet, is, is it impacting the tweets? Back in black, baby. Is it impacting mm. your tweets? I don't know. Might be. What do you mean impacting? What do you what's your what do you mean by that? Ah, uh, the tweet's still rolling. Still, the internet's back up and running. We're good to go. Well, it must be up and running because we're talking, Greeno. It could be a. I could be imagining it. Uh, it could be like a, a Tyler Durden thing. 
Nice, Gary. All right. Uh, Damo, we need Where to Where the fuck serious. were we? Hang on. We, we were going to get... talk about something. I was going to show you something. Or maybe I should. Maybe that was a sign. Maybe I should just keep it. You know what? I'm going to keep it. Fuck you. Because. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> I was going to show you this thing, but now I'm not going to show you the thing anymore. So. All right. We need to get serious for a minute. All right. Because. Uh, <laughs> we, we haven't taking... been serious? No. We're I was being fucking serious, Greener, this whole show. No. Taking the piss a little bit. We talked about Lindsay Lohan. We talked about uh, the nose beers. We talked about Bartels uh, and, and whoever else. Mm. Uh, but we need to get to the serious fucking topics, mate. What's that? I want to hear uh, what Annalyn McCord has to say about what's happening out oh, in the okay. world. Now, for those of you who. Uh, I'll put my hand forget, up. Don't know who the fuck she is. Never heard of her. Yeah. No, good call. Now, she's a, a former actress off the remake. Of Beverly Hills 90210. No. So when never, remake, never seen, didn't even know it existed, Greeno. <laughs> never knew. Exactly. And, and you're better for it. Thank so you. she was, she was, she's best known for the remake of Beverly Hills 90210. So was she the Heather yeah. Locklear character? Heather Lock, nah, Heather Locklear was not in Beverly Hills 90210. You're no, thinking like was, a Shannon Doherty. No, yeah. Beverly Hills 90210. What was her name? Uh, Shannon he- Doherty. Heather Locklear was in that. The blonde no, she wasn't. Chick. She, it okay. was in Melrose Place. Melrose Place. Uh, I blo- always get those fucking shows nice, mixed up. Gary. 90210 yeah. was uh, fucking Brandon Lee or something. Was that his name? No, Jason Presley. Jason Presley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Luke Perry. Luke Perry, of course. Yeah, so see, that was uh, 90210. That's 90210. That's so right. was that? So which one had Steve in it? That was Melrose Place. That was 90210 as well. Was That's Ian's really? earring. Who was right. in Melrose Place then? You had you, you had the Locklears. You had who, who else did you have in that? You had your Andrew Shoes. Who? <laughs> how, do you know, how do you know these things? I don't know. How do you I know? Just, it's just ingrained in my brain oh, for some random reason. Never, Never watched an episode of Melrose Place in my life, but we we know. It. But anyway, Adeline and Cord. Uh, if I want to know what's going on, you ask. Like, look, you know, jokes jokes aside, muting Russia and Ukraine. If mm. I want to know what's going on in the world. I just, I, as long as I don't mute Annalyn Accord, we're okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Because she, she uh, similar to when the pandemic happened, yeah. if you remember, the celebrities said, look, we're going to band together. We're going to fucking fight this virus. Right. By singing, by singing a magic. Is she going to do some kind of like world peace concert or something for Ukraine or something? Is she or? Well, she's she's just got a message. She's like, this is my time. This is my time to play an impact okay. in the world stage here. I don't, uh, how can she have a message? I don't. Again, I have to reiterate. I don't even know who the fuck she is. Never. It's like, why does she have a message? Who is she? Semantics. Why is this Semantics. unknown person bringing me messages? You know what I do. You know what I do with messages from unknown senders on my phone, Greeno. I auto trash. I don't even. I don't even have the option to open them. I don't want it. It's just it goes directly yeah. into the bin. If I don't know your number, in there. You know, so who the fuck is this person? <laughs> Just putting it out there. My theory is Anna Lynn hasn't had a job in a while, uh, and she uh, feels okay. like this message might get her into the into the interwebs. Does she know that there's someone in the the apartment in the in her kitchen, Greeno? Did you notice that? Look at that guy. I there. did notice that. Be creepy. Yeah. What's be, that? Be, be. What's he doing there? Is that his? Yeah. <laughs> should we have a look at what Anna Lynn's got to say? How she's going to save the world? Oh, I don't know. Should we? All right. Let's have a look. President Vladimir Putin, I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. If I was your mother, you would have been so loved. What? Held in the arms of joyous light. What? Never what? would the stories plight the world. Did she tell this to Vladimir Putin? 
<laughs> it's kind of like a. Is this a joke? A, a like a dating video. So remember back in the day, you used to, instead of like doing swiping right and swiping left, you used to post a video to potential lovers. <laughs> yeah. I can see what Annalyn's done. She's like, look, I've seen this is a man who just needs a cuddle. So this uh, she's is she like this has to be like a joke thing, right? No, this is serious. Nah, come on. This is 100% serious. I shit you not. She, I mean, she's an actor. She, are you sure? This is, celeb- this is fucking celebrities being so self-indulgent and thinking they're better than they are. Anyway. Uh, do we oh, want to watch no. a little bit more? Okay. This are you, you forget. I don't know. If, you forget I don't the, think it the, could be real. So I don't think anyone could say that <laughs> like, and mean it. Is what the real. fuck is you now, talking about? If I you were forget. your mummy, Vlad, I would have t- Vlad, little poor little Vlad, if you were my son, my beloved, my darling, I would have taken so much care of you. You would have grown up to be a wonderful, mighty prince in our kingdom. <laughs> like, what the fuck is she talking about? I would have patted him on the head more. Well, does that this question, Greeno? Does the same apply for Hitler? So, if we had have treated baby Hitler a little better, like who's to say? Yeah, it would have been a better place. I think that's the point Adeline's trying to make here. That uh, with a bit of bit of hugs and and love and affection, you know. So, which actress would you like to raise baby Hitler? I would want Whoopi Goldberg, Greeno. Nice, Gary. Whoopi, oh, no, that's, I that's want Whoopi to raise baby Hitler. And then I want like Mel Gibson to be kind of like Uncle Bell, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the cool uncle or the creepy uncle? No, the cool uncle, creepy. the cool uncle, all right. Yeah, of course. If he was the creepy uncle, then Adolf Hitler would have become a fucking green piece to have an activist. <laughs> If he was the crazy. If he's the cool uncle, he's like, yeah, you know what? This Whoopi and Uncle Mel, they're onto something. Mm. I'm going to go paint. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Explore my artistic integrity. Yeah. Speaking uh, of artists, Grant, all right, let's have a look at this. President Vladimir Putin, I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. Uh-uh. If I was your mother. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. It's fine. Yeah. I get this all the time. Father, you would have been so loved, <laughs> held in the arms of joyous light. Never would the stories plight the world unfold. Oh, she's still, oh, no, she's doing slam poetry, Greeno. Never with the flight in the eyes and the plight of the night, Greeno, in flight. My story, what a sight. Never would the stories plight the world unfurled before our eyes, a pure demise of nations uh. sitting peaceful under a night sky. If I was your mother, the world would have been warm. So- you do realise, though, he grew up in Russia. No, <laughs> so- does that mean? Does that mean he would have been born in America? So yeah. it would be weird for Russia to yeah, have an American, you know, kind of president or mm. king or whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, all right, he would have been warm, Greeno. There are warm yeah. places in Russia, aren't there? Uh, where the vodka is, I'm assuming. Where the vodka is. The vodka make you yeah. warm, Greeno. Mm. So much laughter and joy and nothing would harm. I can't imagine the stain, the soul-stealing pain that the little boy you must have seen and believed and the formulation of thought quickly taught that you lived in a cruel, unjust world. Why would she? What? Uh, She hasn't had a job in a while, Damo. Now, uh, we're going to pause it there. Now, uh, watching that performance. Chauvinists uh, and sexists and misogynists and chauvinists and sexists. Watching that performance, it really beggars belief that she's ever actually got an acting job uh, to begin with. You, you don't think it was convincing, Greeno? 
I, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling it, Damo. Uh, I, I don't I even know what it was. Like, why is it? Why does it exist? <laughs> because what is she hasn't doing? Had a job. But she why did she think that since this? 2017. Did she think this was the way to get back into the business? Well, you know she's I mean? the. When I googled Annalyn McCord, she's the top three stories in in news here yes. about how she slammed for mortifying Putin apology and a true white woman masterpiece. Annalyn McCord derided <laughs> for bizarre Putin poem about Russia Ukraine crisis. You know what, Grant? Uh, as much as I hate celebrity culture, I also look forward to the next few years with genuine excitement because we're not far away from celebrities who try to gain stardom, just like drinking like jugs of human shit and stuff mm. on fucking TikTok or Periscope or whatever. They'll be like, well, you know, well, that's not the kind of thing you want a celebrity to do. But look, I'm the number one trending topic today. No one's exactly. even talking about Ukraine and Russia. All I had to do was, you know, drink a pint of human liquefied shit on TikTok. Mm. And now I'm in. Now I'm done. I'm, I'm a celebrity forever, Greeno. We're not far away from that. And that, that's, uh, that'll be fun, don't you think? Uh, definitely. I 100% agree. Yeah. Now, a little fun fact for you, Damo. Oh, uh, yeah. that, that poem started with, what, If I Were Your Mother? Mm-hmm. Anna Limacourt, like z- zero children. Oh, nice Gary. Nice Gary. So how does she know what she, if she, if baby Vlad showed up tomorrow, Ooh. how do we know that she wouldn't beat him and abuse him, Greeno? Exactly. She's got no fucking, she's got no track record. She's got no experience in the area. Uh, if, if we're going to hand baby blood to anyone, yep. maybe a good idea handed to someone who may have had a kid before maybe is probably just, a, just one. an option. Anyone uh, who's just had one. Yeah, just one maybe. Uh, someone, someone with a little bit of experience in the field. If we're gonna, if we're gonna put the uh, the little puts somewhere, yeah. I want someone with a bit of experience. That's what I'm saying. Right. Uh, probably not going to hand it over to Annalyn and her, uh, her poetry. Yeah. Like, imagine that poor kid. Yeah, we can't drop her off at and uh, drop him off at Anna Lynn's place because look at the scary little statue there in the kitchen, Greener. Mm. We still don't know why it's there. The explanation for it. Why is it exactly there? What's it doing there? It looks like it's blocking drawers. Mm. Is he guarding the drawers? Maybe she's got like an Indiana Jones style trinket in there, Greener. Potentially, potentially. Yeah. That would make yeah. it more interesting. <laughs> it's like enough enough of the poems. So yes, yes, you want to pay you want to pat baby Vlad on the head, I understand. Can we talk more about the creepy little statue in the corner? Where'd you uh, come from? Get the Antiques Roadshow guys in there. Question, I don't know if anyone's still in the chat. Can we find out if Anna Lynn is on cameo? Uh because I want to understand. I'd like to pose nice, some like traditional some traditional parenting questions on how she'd raise baby Vlad. Like, does she plan on breastfeeding uh, baby Vlad, or is she going to go like? I bet. Her bottle? I bet baby Vlad is a is a biter, Greeno. Yeah, biter. Yeah. So better go that. Uh, is she going to go a bit of talc powder on the on the tush tush, or, or is she going to go maybe a pseudo cream, perhaps? Is there uh, really options between talc and powder and cream? Yeah, of course there is. I, why would anyone go for cream? Because aren't they Cream's two opposites? But though, because cream is wet and powder is dry. So ah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. But uh, it's more so, I think. To trust me, the, why the don't you want a dry little bottom down there? Well, dry it's about is good. Dry moisture. is clean. Dry is nice. Yeah, it is. But yeah, the, the problem is you have to put the cream on when it gets too dry because the because the rash. Correct. The rash so uh, these are things that I don't think Anna Anna Lynn is equipped to understand really? if she's going to be dealing with baby Vlad. The future of the world is going to depend on on Anna Lynn making sure that little Vlad's bot bot is nice and fucking clean. Karina, I think you're being a little harsh, to Anna Lynn, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure she would have like sat in the car park of Bacchus with a cigarette. <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure she would have sat in the car park at Macca's with a cigarette hanging out of her mouth, watching the kids, like the nieces and nephews, play on the little fucking swings and stuff at the McDonald's. She would have yeah. done that a few times. So, you yeah. know, let's be fucking fair. She's got experience, parenting experience. Nice, Gary! Parenting experience. Ah. Uh. Excellent. Ah, uh, what have we got here? Ah, oh, a, a bit of Christian Wilkins demo. You sent you sent this through earlier in the week. Yeah, where is Christian? I've got to look for all this stuff now because because nothing's in order tonight. So, uh, see, isn't it good when there's a rundown? No, nah, not particularly. This is <laughs> I can't find Christian. You know what? I don't think I loaded Christian Wilkins up. What else have you got? Uh, uh oh, here no, you no, go. I need to talk about the Christian one. Oh, okay. So tell us, well, what happened with Christian then? What is well, it? Christian Wilkins' son, uh, sorry, Richard Wilkins' son, Christian, has slammed, in inverted commas, completely oh, homophobic report yes. on a revealing pink dress he wore to a Mardi Gras <laughs> event. Yeah. Now let's fucking, we need to fucking deep dive into this a little bit. Let's take a fucking step back. Yeah. So uh, apparently uh, it's been, you got it? Yeah. <laughs> now I refuse to click on, on the article. Right. Firstly, the guys at Mardi Gras, all right? So let's let's put that in, in one particular box. But just because he's at Mardi Gras doesn't mean he's gay, though. Like that no, needs of course to be, not. That needs to be said from the outset. Yeah. yeah. Secondly, <laughs> he's wearing a pink dress to Mardi Gras. Yep. So that's that's another thing. Any comment about that dress, about a, a bloke wearing a dress at Mardi Gras, how can it be anything other than relating to homosexuality? Um, I don't know. Maybe just likes a breeze down there. Hmm. Maybe, maybe wanted a like a Marilyn Monroe moment, you know. Mm, potentially, and it seems to me, candle in the wind stuff, Grant. <laughs> and that's where Dad would pop in, like just in the other room, and he go, and he just start reeling off facts about Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, what, well, what when she was eighteen, she did this. <laughs> what was the offensive part? What was the offensive comment? What was the? Well, the we kind of need to know that, don't we? There's the hot yeah. pit number there. Um, That's disturbing in a few different ways, but let's okay. move on. He's called out a completely homophobic and misogynistic media report. So who wrote the report then? Um, the 26-year-old. The 26-year-old is known for his love of fashion and unique style. <laughs> nice, Gary! <laughs> on my <laughs> just, wait. Just, just the turn of phrase I appreciate sometimes. Mm. On Monday, Wilkins took to his Instagram stories to print their stories on Instagram. I, I don't know. Do you Instagram, Greener? I don't. I definitely don't Instagram. I don't TikTok. I don't Instagram. Don't I'm, I'm, it. I've muted enough words on Twitter. I'm basically not on Twitter <laughs> you've, anymore. You've barely so, got any words left. There's not many words left. I've gone through the dictionary. I'm down to about seven le- words left. Like I said, nice. 80s, 90s sport tip. Like that's fucking it. Yeah. And a couple, and a couple just for you that you'll never mute. Mm. Uh, but he also took the opportunity to call out a Daily Mail headline, which read, quote, dude looks like a lady. Richard Wilkins' flamboyant son, Christian flaunts his very toned figure in a skin-tight pink mini dress with daring cutouts. Okay, so the offensive yeah, so comment was the quote from the song. Okay. Nice, Gary! Good newsing happening there at news.com. I'm looking at this. The, the dude's wearing a dress. Yep. He's got woman's hair. The dude legitimately looks like a lady. Yeah, well. Yeah. Facts now homophobic. Okay. <laughs> nice, Gary. It's like, yeah, well, if okay, Where, you can say. Right, I don't right. understand. They haven't mentioned his sexuality at all. He's like, look, this bloke looks like a chick. Yeah. 
where's the homophobia there? They haven't questioned his sexuality. They haven't slammed him for his sexuality. No. It's actually not homophobic in any way, shape, or form. No. I would have thought it was conforming to the the you know the style of the particular pseudo identity, whatever it is, whereby Man. you know you're wearing a dress to be you know display some kind of more feminine output or something. And so if be- I would have thought it would be the ultimate compliment then. If you yeah. if you're a guy walking around in a dress, yes. it'd be a compliment if they turn around and go, Wow, that dude looks like a lady. I wouldn't have even known. I wouldn't have any that's a nice Gary in the Mardi Gras. Nice Gary. Isn't isn't that better than turning around and saying, What the fuck is this guy doing here wearing a fucking dress? What the fuck is this shit? Let's let's chase him into the cornfield. Because that's I don't think dude looks like a lady is the same thing as let's chase the fucking cocksucker into the cornfield, Green. I don't <laughs> think it's the same vibe. No. And so I do find it difficult to take it seriously when people try to pretend that it is. And I've got mm. nothing against them, you know, but it's like, oh, okay, this is really bad. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Well, you know, I'm... Nice, Gary! It's, it's sad that you feel this way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, you know, I don't want anyone to feel bad, Green. But dude looks like a lady. The dude, in fact, does look like a lady. I would have in, thought, in, well, in that's, look. If you, don't want to, yeah. if you don't want to look like a lady, you don't wear a dress. Look, me personally, if it was me personally, Greeno, if I went to the effort of, like, getting myself a hot pink number and mm. if I thought I looked fucking good in the shit and I was walking down the street, Greeno, if somebody said, whoa, dude looks like a lady, I would say thank you so much because you don't know how long it took to wax my legs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, squeeze into this thing. I got it custom made, Greeno. Yeah. Custom made. It's a lot of money, a lot of flash cash out there on the streets of Mardi Gras, Greeno. To be honest, though, I don't, rate, I don't rate the dress, to be honest. No. Like, I'm no, once again, I'm no fashionista. Yeah. But. So your, your, like- your, your gripe is more in terms of the style, not the necessarily. Style. <laughs> right. That thing, that's a fucking rag right there. That's like, I can whip that up. Like, I've got no no sewing skills whatsoever. I can whip this shit up. Yeah. He's just, he's got a regular dress. He's cut some holes in it and yeah. whacked it on. Yeah. Fucking Mardi Gras ready. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't rate the dress, personally. Right. Just my opinion. Okay. Well, nice Gary. Nice Gary! <laughs> Misogynists and chauvinists and sexists. Fucking fantastic. While we're there, uh, while we're on this particular angle, let's talk a little bit about Will Thomas, shall we? Who? Will Thomas. So, born Will Thomas, hmm. ranked number 462 in men's swimming, changes his name to Leah Thomas. Ah, right, yeah. Number one in the world, baby. Fucking congratulations, Leah Thomas. Nice, Gary. Did Leah yeah. officially go number one, did she? Mm-hmm. That's good. Fucking good. Sure did. So, uh, Dude, dude, no, doesn't look like a lady. Dude is a lady. Dude's in smashing the, the fucking shit out of the ladies no, in the pool, and that's what we like to see. Dude is crushing, dude the, is ladies. crushing the ladies out there in the sporty arena. The way it should be. It's a good old days, Greeno. Soon yeah. enough, we'll be slapping waitresses on the ice. <laughs> now, fuck, man. Like, bro, bro, bro. This is this dick. This is like, this is, this is too funny. Now, uh, this guy isn't even trying to pass. Let's yeah. just fucking put it out there. If he put on a bit of a Christian Wilkins number and then rocked up to the swimming trials, maybe. We'll go, look, okay, yeah. fair enough. You're playing the game. This dude's rocked up fucking like cock and balls, like still, like packing out. Like he's wearing a <laughs> men's men swimsuit, right? And he's like, nah, nah. <laughs> he's like, nah, 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 nah. I'm, trust me, trust me. 
identify. Like, I, forget, I filled in the form, right? There's a form. It says male, female. Oh, man, Greeno, Greeno, you don't even know, man, because I covered this on my show, right? Yeah. The, there was quotes from, like, the team members who said, it's really uncomfortable. We feel like we have to quit our own locker room now because no, I watched that episode. Yeah, um, no, I did. Yeah, yeah. He still walks. He's like still got the like the guy stuff, but then, <laughs> yeah. but then still attracted to women. So you're in the place where the naked women are showering and, and stuff. Yeah, they were the ones that. Yeah, they were being. And he would go <laughs> up. He would go up to him and he would go up to him and say, "You know, I still date women. You know, like I'm yeah. st- <laughs> with the fucking erection greedo, like a Porky's movie. It's fucking that's right. Cool. They were being. They were like he was being oppressed in the and yeah." Your solution was nice you, need nice to get the, you need to get the women out of the women's locker room. That's right. Because it's making the male women they're making no, they're making the trans athletes feel uncomfortable. That's right. So we've got to kick the women out. Kick the women out. That's right. Yeah. That's that's why I'm saying we'll be back to slapping waitresses on the ass in no time because where are you gonna go? Where else are you gonna go? The, tra- yeah. the trans women are taking over all of your spaces now. You're left here. <laughs> Look who comes crawling back. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna give this. Uh-oh. I'm gonna give fucking Will or Leo, whatever his name is. I'm gonna give him a nice Gary. Nice Gary. Nice Gary. World number one, baby. Takes a lot of fucking balls to do this. I tell you that much. It does. Um, then uh, what do we? What do we still got? We ain't got much left. Right. I think we're at the sports section, sir. Are we at the sports section? All right, we'll do some sport. Uh, what sports happening? I don't even know what sports going on. There was oh, a Giants fucking- uh, Swans trial game tonight. I bet he's in the chat. He's probably keeping an eye on the score. Is the fact that he hasn't mentioned it, if he hasn't mentioned I'll tell you what, if he hasn't mentioned the score yet, it means the Giants are either winning or Giants have up. won. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's do a Statman slash Nice Gary Statman. for Trent Copen. I'm a Statman! Uh, Trent Copen took his 400th first-class wicket. Yes, uh, for the Trent Copeland. Now, have a look at his stats. Like, this is an amazing career he's got in first-class cricket with Trent Copen. 109 matches, yeah. 24,973 balls. 400 wickets in 109 matches. So that's four wickets per match. Yeah, that's uh, pretty simple math. Yeah, that's good. He's got a 20, 25.7 average, which is amazing. Yep. He's got 21 five wicket hauls, and he has uh, the exact same best figures twice of eight for 92. That's incredible. He's a fucking. That's unbelievable. Nice, Gary. Uh, so happy that man has, has a baggy green under it. Under his belt. And you know because- what? I'm amazed his first class average is 25.7 because he must have gone for a few early in his career because the mm. last fucking 10 years of his career, he couldn't <laughs> score off him. Just absolutely nothing. Uh, I reckon the last 10 years. Is there a way that we can do that? Isn't Crick Info really good on stats, like and how you can it's, filter them out and shit? It's, re- it's really not. No, I've, I've it? tried. Uh, it's good for international stats. It's really not good for domestic. I've tried to deep dive into a lot of domestic stats, mm. and I have to go to layers upon layers. It's not just yeah, up there. The really You've got to keep your own that. spread. You've got to keep your own fucking spreadsheets, and it becomes a nightmare, doesn't it? Exactly. It's too <laughs> much effort. Um, so I reckon he went for a lot. He must have gone for a, it. Feels don't you feel like we would we would read the fucking domestic cricket scores every weekend during the summer on the show for what five years? Yeah, there are there Yeah, and it feels like every time we read his stats, it was like he he might not have taken a wicket, but it would be like none for, for 20, nine off twenty, 20 overs. Yeah. yeah, like ridiculous numbers. Well, just, I, they yeah, couldn't score it. off him. With that said, though, like his average is obviously wickets, like runs per wicket. But yes. it, it, like his economy, I'm intrigued what his, his career economy would be because I reckon it would be so low. It would be insane. Yeah. Um, You're right. So, so You're right. Watch. The economy of it because we used to talk like his, his bowling would be worth two wickets in the fact that they can't score any runs off him. 
Tyre so even if he on. doesn't take the wickets, he's still taking the wickets, if you know what I mean. He's drying up the runs, so it doesn't matter. That's how nerdy we were. We'd sit there and we'd look at the economy rate of Frank Oakland and go, yeah. hey, man, this guy bowled 18 overs. He only went for 22. Yeah, like, and took a wicket, but fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, it was so good. Well, he, he went back. He was the guy that bowled at the other end mm-hmm. when Paddy Cummins got bowled like ridiculously long in that Sheffield Shield final. <gasps> nice, Gary. And remember, like, yeah, Paddy ended up bowling like 40 overs yeah. and fucking destroyed him for Broke like the him. next six years. Yeah. But Copes was the guy bowling the other overs in the other end. Right. And bowled the exact same amount, but he just kept on going. So yeah. the most the most thing. heroic, the most costly draw of anyone's career, Green. Yeah. <laughs> Paddy well, Cummins well, is like well, Paddy Cummins, yeah. 40 overs as a 17-year-old. Tell you what, was it worth it? The heroic draw at the Sheffield Shield final? Was it worth the fucking 40 overs? Looking back, would he say yes, Greeno, do you think? Hey, you won a Sheffield Shield, sir. <laughs> well, he, uh, well, he drew it. Yeah. No, <laughs> <Gary>! <laughs> drew the game for a draw. Oh, <laughs> uh, and, and Copes end up bowling New South Wales to a victory in that game as well, by the way. So, yeah. well done. Um, now, uh, what, you know world number one in tennis. He's a fucking fun stat man for you, sir. Ah, stat man. I'm a stat man. Ironically, a Russian is now world number one. Nice Nikola carry. Hatton. Nice carry. Nice carry. Medvedev. Now, he's the world first. Tenor, Karino, Karino, world number one is Medvedev. World tennis is Ukraine. <laughs> Going to now, he's the first world number one that isn't Federer, Djokovic, Nadal, or Murray since 2003. Andy Roddick. That is fucking insane. Almost 20 years since someone other than Federer, Djokovic, Nadal, or Murray was world number one. And I reckon Murray only held it for a couple of weeks, if that. Yeah, Yeah, he was Um, the small. He might have had a couple of months there, like between a Wimbledon and the next tournament, whatever that is. Maybe, but not much. Like, yeah, that that is unbelievable. So well done, Danil. Now, the only thing is, the only reason Danil has got the world number one Hmm. is because Novak wasn't allowed to play half the tournaments. That's right. So that that doesn't help. But... It's still a fun little stat man, nonetheless. Stat man. I'm a stat man. The, the oh. tennis greeno. Um, when you go back to 2003, I was surprised that Andy Roddick was the last other world number one because I was like 2003, and I'm like, you know what? That was I was already out of tennis by then. Like out of I was I was sick of tennis yeah. by 2003. I think that was yeah. I was post Sampras. That was post Lele as well, wasn't it? No, that's that's still late late time, right? Um, but that's kind of yeah, that's around late late time. But right, but late late was, was already number one, and then Roddick became one, didn't he? Correct, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so yeah, it was it was post late late back end of late height. Yeah, exactly. That's so right. I think it was like two thousand and one when he hooked up with the home and away actress. That's right. And then his career was downhill from there. Yeah, well, was it that he just got old? I think he was just he 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 was like we used to say uh, about Rafael Nadal what everyone said about Leighton Hewitt, didn't they? With Leighton, it, it turned out to be true though, because he just threw his little fucking he's got a tiny little frame, kind of gangy little body, and just to keep up with like the power of the other players, he just had to throw it around the court, you know. So that's that's yeah, kind of why he was good though to watch, because he would always just fucking throw everything into it, like he left it all out there. Like to his credit, you know, two thousand and one was when uh, Layton was world number one. Give myself a nice Gary. Nice Gary. Because I did say now, in the post Lele era, Greeno. That so. is now in his defence. Following that, he had to come up against Federer. Federer. 
yeah. <laughs> who then dominated for the next twenty odd years. There was one uh, game. There was some game somewhere like towards the end of uh, Leighton's career, and I think it was Federer, and I think he beat him like six love six one or something, and just fucking blew him off the court. Leighton couldn't hit uh, return one of his serves. He was just nowhere. And I think everyone was like, I think Leighton himself, like after that match, if I've got the story correct. That was like the match where he's like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> you yep. know, it was like it was enough. Because remember, he had to come back a couple of times from these fucking ankle injuries. Yeah, he was true. playing when he was ranked like 200 because he was like, hey, I've got a, got a ticket to the tournament. I'm going to keep playing until I can't move anymore, you know. Uh, 80 weeks at world number one for Leighton Hewitt. Yeah, he was he was good, man, for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I knew he was up there, but I didn't realize he had 80 weeks. Like I thought it was like a six-month period. But yeah, well done. Remember there, when right they right. accused him of being a racist? Those were the good old days because that would have been like 2001. Because didn't he say something like, I'll look at the linesman and look at him and tell me what you think or something like that? Was that the yeah, like something the way they would say, yeah, yeah correct. Yeah. Come on! Did he comment on any bloke's dresses, though? Uh, no, but he probably would have at the time. Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, we got anything else we want to talk about before we go, sir? Uh, you no, know, you know what? We had a good run because we got two oh, halves of the show. No, in, we do so. have one. We've got to get up, go up to some Winter Olympics, the frozen dick dude. Oh, right. Yeah. Foggy sent this through. Shout out to Fog in the chat. Uh, the worst Winter Olympics injury was this frozen pain. I don't I just, <laughs> It takes a special kind of athlete to devote themselves to cross-country skiing, especially when you keep competing despite having a frozen penis. Is cross-country the one where they do the shooting as well? Um, no, I think it's just a long ski. Uh, I think that's I like the one like, where they that's do the winter decathlon, isn't it? I don't. I don't think no. A decathlon is a bunch of different, um, a bunch of different separate events. Is a decathlon. So uh, the the one where they shoot, yeah. like they ski uphill, like you know, trudge it, and then they go downhill fast, and then they've got to like, well, their heart heart's racing. They've got to lie down and shoot with a rifle, and then they that's, do these huge the- laps. It's the biathlon, sir. Ah, so biathlon, biathlon, nice. Nice, Gary. That's my favourite Winter Olympics sport by miles. So it makes no fucking sense, but I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's like if you're ever going to be out in the snow and you have to shoot a bear, we're covered. It's just pure yeah. endurance. And the cunts that can go, isn't it like 20Ks or something, 30Ks? It's a ridiculous. Uh, ver- like- distance varies in length. Right. Okay. So they, they do some ridiculous things. Though. It's like hours that they're out there. And oh, then, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. And like it, it, it is interesting to see. The tire, the more tired they get, how they start missing shots, Greener. It's just like, God, this must be fucking hard. Because when you shoot, you've got to kind of like zen everything else out. Like, because such minute little movements of your hand or like your position, your finger position on the trigger, Greener, um, you know, your breathing, all of these tiny little minute little calculations make a huge difference at the end of the range. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, <laughs> they're doing these laps and fucking skiing uphill and they do moguls and all sorts of fucking shit. And then you've got to, like, okay, relax and calm down and take a shot. And it's fucking nuts. So that is a great sport. That and the bobsled, of course. Green oh, of course. Bobsled. bobsled, too. Yeah. Kiss my egg. Now, uh, here's How a How did the Jamaicans fact. go? Because didn't, didn't they have a bobsled? They did. They didn't, they didn't medal. They did all right, though. They were there. Nice, Gary. Nice, um, Gary. Here's a fun fact for you about the biathlon day, mate. Oh. Uh, the, the the first uh, recorded biathlon event happened in the Second Northern War in the 1700 to 1721. Is that right? Uh, yeah. When the first recorded biathlon took place between the Norway-Sweden border between patrol companies. Fucking like, Vikings, mate. Go for a ski and a shoot. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> nice, Gary. Oh, that's well, fantastic. Biathlon, there you go. I, I'm sad, now that you mention it, I'm sad that I missed it. 
because the Winter mm. Olympics just happened and I didn't watch one minute of it. Now I'm thinking I need to go back and watch like old, you know, fucking uh, KO replays or something. Of the Winter Olympics. Yeah. See if Peng Shui showed up. That's right. So anyway, long story short, the worst Winter Olympics injury was this frozen penis. Takes a special kind of athlete to devote themselves to cross-country skiing. Now, which one is cross-country, Gary? Is that the one where they shoot? Nice, Gary! <laughs> cross-country skiing, especially when you keep competing despite having a frozen penis. Finland's Remy Lundholm dis- uh, suffered the unthinkable on the closing day of the Winter Olympics and didn't curl up in the fetal position crying, as I certainly would. Freezing winds and biting temperatures concerned officials. Okay, let's get to the penis. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally this is enough to keep him comfortable but not he was injured a frozen penis not exactly qualifies as funny okay uh, look the guy got a frozen cock okay nice Gary now, let's, let's go to the science on this quickly Damo okay. now for something to be frozen it needs to have some liquid in it yeah okay now uh, for... uh, you reckon he had an erection that's why his dick got frozen I think so I think yeah maybe there's a bit of arousal perhaps uh, maybe there might have been a piss he didn't shake properly yeah, and there might have been some, uh, some little liquid in there. Maybe, Greeno, have you considered this? Maybe he thought, I'll give myself an advantage. Because if you're a cross-country skier, you wear, those, you wear those tight, like, bodysuit things, though, don't you? Mm, you do. So maybe but- he might have thought, look, I'm going to go fucking commando under here, and I'll just wear the fucking bodysuit. Now, if you're going down the hill at, like, 100 kilometres an hour, the cold air is hitting you. The, the nuclear reactors are in the background because you're in China doing the yeah. Winter Olympics. I don't know if you saw those pictures. The factories. I did. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. Around the factory. Beautiful scenery, by the way. Well done. I John. love it. Nice, yeah. Gary. Beautiful. Great, great example for the world. Um, so you're skiing around the factories and it's freezing cold. Now, I would think that if you're in this bodysuit, that would f- kind of feel like you're naked because it's so skin tight. And mm-hmm. maybe he was just riding around. He's on the skis. Maybe he had a tribal moment, Greener, you know, like a – like the inner wolf man kind of spirit. Could have. And, and then next thing you know, pff, raging fucking cracker, Greeno. Could have. Now, <laughs> Down the fucking the other slope. Thing. As well, you're right. Maybe there was a little bit of Viagra beforehand Maybe. and thinking like like the the top of a, like an end, uh, sorry, a plane oh. to break that wind barrier. You reckon like a rudder out front? Yeah, out front because oh, that man, kind of breaking, nice, Gary, breaking the wind resistance. Yeah. yeah, reduce his drag. So if he was like fully erect, good to go down the slope cuts through the air. Yeah. Cuts through the air. Suddenly, it's a bit easier nice, to ski. Nice, Gary. So we recommend if you want to ski really fast, work yourself up a little bit before you start. <laughs> make mm. sure, make sure, like every like the world's TV is on you and everything because it is the Olympics and it matters. You know, so yeah. don't fuck it up. So get yeah. up there, give it a quick little flog before you set off down the down the slope. Right now. <laughs> Safety first. Work it up a little bit. Yeah. Well done. Uh, Damo, we got anything else? No, I think we're pretty much we're pretty much we're outstayed our welcome. I think. Oh, I think we outstayed our welcome. About 45, 45 <laughs> minutes ago. Can, I, can I offer one suggestion for for Vladimir before we go though? Baby Vlad, uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe like because uh, he he's, uh, he suggested that anyone who came up against Russia hmm. uh, would would seek see repercussions that they'd never seen before okay. uh, in response. Right. Now, I was thinking of the day how because everyone at the moment is very anti Vlad, really, except yeah. Annalene who wants to mother him, and that's fine. Like that's yeah. a probably give him little now, cuddles. Yeah. Now, if Vlad was to kind of find the ultimate wrestling way <laughs> to go from heel to face, yes. 
Because everyone talks about how Russians are hacking all the computers. Like we're right? talking, we're talking Rocky Malvia from Nation of Domination to The Rock, like kind of level of correct heel to face. Now, okay. now imagine if the way that uh, the Vlad decided to fuck up the world. Yeah, he's like, Look, you want to fight us? We're going to fuck you up. Right, was to wipe everyone's mortgages worldwide. <laughs> hack every, hack all the banks' computers. Wipe Send it down to zero. Set everyone's mortgages to zero. Right. That correct me that would that turn him face? Mm. Would would he become the world's most popular man? Would he become the world's? Everyone's like, fuck. Well, we're we're up for flat. Like they can fucking bomb away. He might he might for a split second, but Greeno. Once the idiots realise that this also makes the the very rich people even richer because you've just wiped out all of their debt and now all they have are (laughs) assets. Once the idiots figure that out, then they'll hate him again because then they'll uh, say, oh, he did fair. it. He wiped out all debt to save his rich fucking oligarch friends or something like that. Fair call. Yeah, fair because call. you know why, Greeno? Because people are fucking idiots out there. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Well, I'll, I'll try and come up with new ways that Vlad can go from heel to face next week because right. I don't think he's going to be able to recover from this anytime You're soon. You're probably going to have to unmute Russia first before you go on this little expedition. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't need to know what's going on in the world to come up with suggestions. But yeah. again, I don't You're I don't muting know. Russia. Not Putin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know nothing about the war. Uh, you know nothing about conflict between yeah. us. We can fix it and turn Vlad into a into a face. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll have him headlining. We'll make him the world's one. most popular man. <laughs> Plugs, sir. Oh, fucking tweet <laughs> tweets. They're happening. Oh, check them uh, out. <laughs> yeah, check them out. Yeah, oh, I'll good. be back tomorrow. I'm doing my thing tomorrow. If the internet doesn't shit out. It, it shut out once tonight, so that's good enough, and we're pushing our luck bad. every minute, so let's get the fuck out of here. What do you say? All right. See you guys next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies If life should reject you, there's me to protect you If I say that your tongue is vicious If I call you uncouth It's simply that Who else but a bosom buddy Will sit down and tell you the truth